Hey, this is H1, and we're about to be running it back with another episode talking about chess knowledge, chess wisdom, chess understanding. And you know what? We got some exciting news to talk about today, and I think I never talked about it until now. And I know a lot of newcomers have came to chess and came to notice that, man, this guy H1, this guy's going to teach me some things. And I appreciate that, and I appreciate every single one of you. So, for today, I want to talk about what's around the world, and not just here at the podcast, because the podcast is just a little space, but there's a wider world of chess masters, grand masters who fight for this title that is the World Chess Championship. So, that's what we're going to talk about today. The World Chess Championship. We're going to talk about how it started and how it's ending. Which, there is some exciting events that is happening this month. So, just sit back and relax and enjoy the episode. So, it's about time we talk about the World Chess Championship. What happened? What happened back then? Back a long time ago. Because in order for us to know what is happening now, how did we get to the point of where we are now, we have to know about the past. And I'm not going to go into this whole, I don't know, 15-hour explanation. I'm going to do that some other episode. But... As H1, I'm going to give you basically the cheat codes to what happened. So, first of all, just to let you know, being a world chess champion wasn't always official. So, before a certain period of time, there were many unofficial world champions. There has been unofficial world champions since the 1400s, right? Then it all ended at Paul Morphy because he decided to retire out of nowhere. And so everybody was just wondering, like, who is the best now? Because Paul Morphy, he was my favorite. He did what? Who's going to replace him? And so what happened was people started looking towards other people like Steinitz and Zuckertor. And these two was the only people who were considered the best at that time. And there was Anderson before Steinitz beat that fool. But then, something had to happen. And what happened was the Steinitz and Zuckertor match, which was the first, well, some people say it's the first, but I'm just going to say it. It was the first official World Chess Championship. Because it started a grand tradition. And at the time, there were both regarded as the best. And this became... Began. Uh, this began the official World Chess Championships. So there was a tradition, right? I mentioned a tradition, so let me just tell you what happened. And these were kind of the four main rules that had to pretty much be with the World Chess Championship type of ordeal. 
So, the first one was somebody had to be like really better than the other person. That that has to be said and done. There has to be one player that is like tremendously better than the other person and we can both tell. So there has to be like this divide into who was great and who was like semi-great. Okay, the second tradition is the winner of the match becomes world chess champion among many. So there's like a lineage that is happening among the world chess championships. And this is the highest one, not one of them. This is the highest title there is. And then the third thing is the title, although intangible, It's treated for all purposes like a physical object, which may be possessed by only one person at a time. So there's no other person that could have this title when there's already a world chess champion that won to get this dang title. Okay. Okay. The fourth thing, the reigning champion can only relinquish the title by losing, forfeiting, um, retiring, or by death. And they had a problem with that because there was one um, world chess champion that actually died. And they was wondering, oh, snap, who, who are we supposed to give this championship to now? We didn't really plan for this. And then the last one, even already set four. But who cares? I'm H1. The reigning champion from time to time is obligated to defend the title against the strongest contenders. The strongest of the strongest of this world, the reigning champion has to defend. And so William Steinitz was basically the genesis of the first official world chess champion. And after him, the title was passed down generation to generation. And now we are to today. How did I do? I know I missed out a lot of stuff like Bobby Fischer, Gary Kasparov. There's a lot of information in between, but we'll talk about next time. You know, probably the next season. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. (laughs) So... We are approaching the World Chess Championship, and AIM Chess has introduced some exciting news to the H1 fam. They have prepared for us the Magnus Nepo Prediction Challenge. And I was like, you challenged the H1 fam out of all people? I'm like, nah, nah, wait, wait, whoa, 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 what's going on? And so this is what they said to do. They said, everyone can log in at magnusnepo.com. That is M-A-G-N-U-S. N-E-P-O.com and add tips on who is going to win, what opening they're going to use, and how many moves will be played for each game. There will be prizes like chess boards, chessable courses, and premium memberships. So, guess what I did? I created a group called H1 Chess. So we can show people that we're not nothing to play with. So please join me to predict the outcome of the World Chess Championship. My group is H1 Chess. Thank you. Now we are here today. 
What is the World Chess Championship like now? Well, like it was before, this tournament determines who was the world champion of chess. And it's, it's pretty fascinating that people will always want to know who is the best at something or will praise that one. And it's cool to see the rare ones among us, you know, the ones that have or seemingly have superpowers, right? They're like, wow, they're, we, they're cool, and I want to be just like them. I want to be just like Dwayne Johnson or uh, what's, what's another iconic person? Uh, Martin Luther King or just I want to be like these awesome people. Michael Phelps, uh, uh, Tiger Woods, maybe, yeah, that's kind of questionable. But anyway, we, we want to be like these awesome people, right? So... <clears throat> We still have this World Chess Championship. And the current World Chess Champion is Magnus Carlsen. He's from Norway. Pretty cool guy. He became the World Chess Champion in 2013 when he defeated Anad. And and he pretty much became the World Champion right after that. And then the next year after that, he had to defend his title again. Against the same person, which he defended and then two years after that, which was 2016, he had to defend the title against Sergei Karyakin. And then two years after that, he had to defend his title against Fabiano Caruana. And that was 2018, which was the most recent one. Magnus Carlsen has been world champion for a while. And his current classical rating is 2855 at the moment. Now, you might be wondering, well, H1, why are we having the World Chess Championship Tournament in 2021 when it's always been every two years? Well, the 2020 tournament was postponed due to the illness, but the World Chess Championship will commence pretty much this month, this year. So that was no problem. Now let's talk about the World Chess Championship of 2021. First of all, we have the reigning world champion, Magnus Carlsen, against Jan Nepo. And Jan Nepo had a long fight ahead of him to even become a contender, right? To even sit at the seat in front of Magnus Carlsen, to even be able to have this opportunity. So what happened was last year, he had to win the 2020 to 2021 candidate tournament. They had to postpone the candidate tournament of 2020 because of the illness, but um, they finished it this year. Now, this tournament was pretty much the strongest eight players of the world. This tournament, it was a classical time control of 100 minutes for 40 moves, then 50 minutes for the next 20 moves, then 15 minutes to finish off the game. That's a lot of minutes. That's that's a that's about two hours. Like you could be at a chessboard for about six hours, pretty much. Plus an increment on that. So there were 14 rounds of this candidate tournament, one game per day. Jan Nepo had to beat guys like Anish Gary. Maxime Vashir Lagrave, Ding Laren, and Fabiana Caruana, who was a contender a, a few years ago of the reigning world champion. 
and he defeated all of them. He defeated all of them at this tournament, and now he's the contender. Right now, at this moment, his classical rating is at 2782, which is a big difference between Magnus Carlsen's classical rating, which I think I said it, but let me just give you a refresher. His classical rating right now is 2855. Big difference, but we'll see if we can notice the big difference during the tournament. Um, Jan Nepo, he definitely did earn his spot, though. Uh, with this play, if you look at his games, it's very energetic, and he always found some great tactical combinations. He didn't bore me with any of these dull openings that people use. He is a all-around good player, attacking player. Now... This match will be held November 24th to December 16th, 2021 in Dubai. In Dubai. Shout out to everybody that listened to this podcast in Dubai. But anyway, in Dubai. (laughs) Yeah. So this tournament has a prize fund of 2 million euros. The winner will take 60% and the runner up will take 40%. Now, this World Chess Championship that I'm talking about right now, there will be 14 classical games. The time control, dang, the time control will be 120 minutes for the first 40 moves, then 60 minutes for the next 20 moves, then 15 minutes for the rest of the game. Okay, it's a lot of stuff, but Let me just explain a little bit more about the rules so that you can get like a feel of the atmosphere and what the players are going through in their head. And so that you can assess. You can assess who's going to win because that's all that we care about. (laughs) But anyway, um, they're going to determine who goes first by just drawing colors and determining who, yeah, who's going to go first like, like normal. Um, if there is a tie break after the 14 standard games, there will be four rapid games. So if there's like a tie, they they won or um, they won the same amount of games and lost the same amount of games. If there is a tie like that, then they would have to go through four rapid games. Now the rapid games would be 25 minutes with a 10 second increment, and that they would have to play four rapid games. Now. If they had a tiebreak of the rapid games, like um, they each won two and lost two or whatever in that case, which is very slim, very slim, even at the rapid game, then they would have to play a tiebreak again with two blitz games, right? Which the blitz games would be five minutes with a three second increment. Then... If it's still a tiebreak, even with the blitz games, then there will be another two blitz games. And after all of that, which there is regulations for all of this, don't worry. Somebody's going to be a winner and somebody's going to be a loser, right? Even after all of this, if it's still equal after this, then they will go into one sudden death round in which both players will draw lots to see who will be the white pieces and the black pieces. Then the time control will be the white pieces will have five minutes and the black pieces will have four minutes. So basically whoever gets that side and draw lots or whatever. 
after that game, I mean, during that game, after 60 moves, they will both get a three-second increment. And in case of that game being a draw, then the person with the black pieces win, since white has like a small advantage. We talked about this. We have an episode about this. Come on now. We know why white has an advantage. And so that's pretty much what's going to happen this month. Um, Just to give you that date one more time. It is going to happen. Dang, bro. Was where you at? I just said it. Okay, it's right here. It's gonna be held November 24th to December 16th. I mean, you can look it up on YouTube, you can look it up on chess.com, chess24. It's gonna be everywhere. Just just click in on Google World Chess Championship 2021. Somebody's posting about it. You can look at it at your phone. If you're interested in chess, then I will definitely stay up to date on that because that can help you become a better player in the future, in the long run. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, we are approaching the World Chess Championship, and AIM Chess has introduced some exciting news to the H1 fam. They have prepared for us the Magnus Nepo Prediction Challenge. And I was like, you challenged the H1 fam out of all people? I'm like, nah, nah, wait, wait, whoa, 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 whoa. what's going on? And so, this is what they said to do. They said, everyone can log in at magnusnepo.com. That is M-A-G-N-U-S-N-E-P-O dot com and add tips on who is going to win, what opening they're going to use, and how many moves will be played for each game. There will be prizes like chess boards, chessable courses, and premium memberships. So, guess what I did? I created a group called H1 Chess so we can show people that we're not nothing to play with. So please join me to predict the outcome of the World Chess Championship. My group is H1 Chess. Thank you. <laughs>